This is a Looney Studios podcast. To Aird Tales. I'm Hunter Looney, the Game Master, and this show is a fantasy role-playing game that takes place on the planet of Aird around the Renaissance period of that world. I'm joined today by Leah. Good morning. And Noah. Salvador. Last time on Aird Tales, our adventurers helped Merrill shut down an underground familiar fighting ring. They now have been able to return home the following day. It is now the 10th of Biro, or 410. Salazar, Gamori, and the familiars have just pulled up to Gamori's house, which is their base of operation. They are disembarking from the cart, and can you all give me perception checks? Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Right out the gate. I'm at my house? <laughs> yep. Fourteen. Fourteen. All right, so you both got fourteens. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, as you begin walking in... Uh, up to the house, uh, you see on your porch a little miniature campsite. What? Where various six-foot-tall individuals are going about their business on your porch. There's also a squirrel that's wearing a saddle sitting there eating some food at this little campsite. You said six-foot-tall people? Six-inch tall. You said foot. I said foot? <laughs> yeah. Six-inch tall. My bad. Okay. Little little people. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, they're going about their business at their little campsite. Um, you are greeted by the do- at the door uh, by um, one of your workers, and they go, uh, Good morning. So glad you're back. You have somebody that would like to meet with you here inside. Inside? Yeah. Okay. Y'all are ushered in, and then in your main uh, living room, great room area... Um, is it Shay? No. No. It's not Shay. What you see is a individual that is standing on your coffee table-like thing that is six inches tall. Um, and they say, this is Dunia Treewalker. Um, and she would like to speak with you. Okay. Okay. Hi, Dania. I'm Gamori. Uh, hello. I am, uh, so honored by your presence. Um, I would like to put forth an offer to you. Uh, you own this? Yes? This? Yes. I see you all have a nice orchard out there. Uh Uh-huh. And I would like to offer our services to live in said trees and take care of them what? for you. We would make sure that they are protected from various um, things that would eat your fruits and whatnot. And we would live in the trees and take care of them for you. I believe you would have a better harvest because of us. Okay, where... Do you come from that you want to live here now? Uh, a couple of hills over. Okay. What happened to... We just... Uh, our family got pretty big, and so I decided to take some of our family and see if we could find other arrangements to live. How many of you are there? 
I have some of my clan is outside uh, camping on your porch. Uh, but all in all, we have, uh, there's tens of us. We would not take up any extra room. Tens? Yeah. There's about hundreds. Why not say dozens, though? Who says tens? Uh, I do. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm talking to Hunter. No, 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 no you're not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we uh, have ten. Sorry, dozens of us <laughs> uh, here. Hunter, and... I'm not trying to insult her. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, we would not take up any of the rest of your space besides. Your tree tops, um, and you all would have a better harvest and not have to worry about your trees. I mean, okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah! Okay, um, so she flies over, and dang it, I forgot to describe her. Dunia Treewalker is a six-inch tall fairy with warm, tawny brown skin and almost see-through butterfly-like wings. And she has an outfit of various browns and boots and bracers on. Um, so she flies over to you and um, she has like this miniature little piece of paper. <laughs> um, and I, she goes, just in case you um, decided to say yes, uh, I have this like uh, like contract that allows us to live there. Of course, you'll probably want to look it over and stuff like that or have one of your workers look it over. Um, so we can start moving into your trees. Um, sure. Can you give me a few minutes to look over this? and? Sure. Then I'll, I'll come out on the porch and, and talk to you in a few minutes. Of course. Okay. So, okay. My advisor dude. Where is he at? I guess the the one that helps with the money? Is that? Yeah. Alright, so you ask Frida to come over, and Frida is the person that is usually the one that looks over your all's money and um, has been investigating, like, all that treasure you brought back from the mansion had been cataloging it and everything. So you call her over, and you remember that she is a... Um, she also has wings and is like a foot tall and stuff. So um, she flies over to you and says, uh, can I be of service? Yeah, hey, Frida. Um, I was wondering if you know anything about um, the people that are here to see me. Um, what do you think about them living in our trees? Well, there are various pixies and fairies and other folks that live around this area. And from what I've heard is that, like, when it, I've heard from other individuals that help manage stuff, that when they move in and stuff, they, there generally is a better harvest on things. Okay. Um... Do you know anything about uh, looking at contracts? Can I you... can definitely take a look at a contract if you'd like. Yes, please. All right. Um, let's see. Just for fun for myself to get the rolls. She looks over it and she goes, this doesn't seem to have any like weird sketchy things that could like they own your house after or whatever. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. weird in here. It seems pretty just 
hey, we get to live in your trees. Don't kick us out unless we do something crazy. Pretty much. Okay. I would like to read it myself, too. Okay. Uh, Pretty much say the same thing. Give me a roll. (laughs) Oh, here, wait. I'll roll your inside check. What's your inside plus or minus? Um, Zero. Uh, You seem it's it's pretty on the level. (laughs) Uh, It seems pretty legit. Why'd you have me roll an inside check for that? Okay. I rolled. This is fun. All right, I want to go out on the porch and tell uh, Dunia that it's fine and that I signed it. Do I give it to her? Um, the contract? Uh, you, your um, person that works for you, Frida, would tell you she'll make a copy of it and then present it to him, but you can tell him to okay. go ahead and move in. Okay. I do that. All right. Well, uh, you walk out to the porch. Mm-hmm. And you see them just at their camps. Like, uh, oh, I already said I want to tell her that it's fine if they move in. Okay, then they say thank you, and they begin moving in, and you see somebody on squirrel back head off on the trail that you all rode in on as well, assuming going to go get the rest of their clan. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're so scared of this. I'm just, I I don't know. (laughs) You could have said. I forgot they weren't all here already. You could have said no. I mean, I could have. <laughs> but then what would have happened? All right. Um, Frida, uh, as you all, you enter back in. She says to you and Salazar, she's like, uh, I took the time that I've had while you all have been on all these min- missions back and forth and not able to spend very long here to count all the money, gems, etc. from the mansion you cleared out. Um, the results are that you have this and um she motions to the table opens up a, a little like box she's a uh, 26 platinum worth of things um was in there it was various coin denominations of gold silver um there was a couple gems that were not of any use besides to sell so uh, you all have 26 platinum um I've already thirded this GM note. I've already thirded this and added it to your your two's money and Mushok's since Mushok was on that mission with okay. you. Okay. And you also added our winnings oh. from the tournament? Yep. Okay. You all have, you all don't have a mission from Shay right now. Um your your person that's over your your chief steward, um, Annie comes up and says um, Shay had sent word that you all um, have some people that were going to train uh, Salvazar. Um, she s- looks at her notes and she goes um, specifically she said Shay had said she's sending people to help you learn holographic projection can, and solid clone. Uh-huh. Can I like learn can I Learn some other things, too. Uh, you only have enough time over this break before your next mission to learn those two, and I know you had been winning Solid Clone. So she, uh, Shay had said that individuals are going to start arriving tomorrow, 
and visiting during the middle of the day over the next couple of weeks to help train you in those. Mm-hmm. And then Annie looks to you, Gamora, and she goes, um, Shay has said that you were going to learn some magic from her and that you would need to come to her home leave tomorrow morning and that she had made a place for you to stay there over the next couple weeks to work with her on learning the magic. Oh, weeks. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, just me? Yeah. You're learning specifically from Shay. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. Noah, will you leave the room for a couple minutes? All right, so you arrive at Shay's house the following day. Okay. Um, she brings you into one of her sitting rooms. Um, it's about midday. It doesn't take you long to get to Desmondon from your home. Um, and she goes, so you wanted to learn friendly telepathy and unfriendly telepathy? <laughs> what, what's the difference? So friendly telepathy is what I do when I contact you and check in on you and you reply. You would be able to initiate that. Okay. Unfriendly telepathy is when somebody doesn't necessarily want to talk to you or have what's in their head be known to you. Mm. But a word of warning. They know it's happening. And it can hurt them significantly. Like physically hurt them? Yes. How so? If you remember when we were in that swamp town, uh, I obtained some information from an individual forcefully, and they actually ended up dying during it. Right. But I was kind of being a little more forceful than I needed to. Okay. Um, but it it causes damage. It have you ever had a really, really, really bad headache? Mm-hmm. Multiply that. Okay. It feels like their brain is trying to escape their skull. So that is if unfriendly telepathy. I you don't, hopefully don't get a headache when you hear my head in your. Um, head. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Okay. All right, so, um, I have meetings and stuff over the next couple of weeks, but, uh, I have made you a place here to stay if you'd like, where we can work in between those on lear- teaching you telepathy and everything like that over the next couple of weeks, and then maybe, um... Once you feel like you've gotten it down with me, maybe we could try reaching out to other individuals to let you try to see if it works. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think staying here makes sense. And Yes, I'm very busy, so we can squeeze it in in between a bunch of things. Okay. Um, I also got you a present. What? Um, and so she reaches into, like, her... Um, vest like thing uh and she pulls out this really ornate dagger and she's like 
I see you don't, you carry a rapier and a wand and whatnot, but I see you didn't have a dagger. So I thought I could get you a dagger. That's, it's real, a blacksmith I know made it, uh, and she hands it to you. Okay. Oh, thank you. Uh, what you hold in your hand is, it, this is, has a pretty fancy handle. You unsheath it and it's got, um, like black looking steel and stuff. And, um, she, she goes, uh, it, it looks fancy, but it is weighted properly and works. It's balanced and everything. Great. I like hold it on my fingers and see that it does seem balanced and it feels, feels pretty nice in my hand. Well, I, I hope you like that. Um, I wanted to give you a gift. Okay. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Over the next couple of weeks, you um, are able to do, start learning how to do friendly telepathy with her. It's a couple words at first you're able to do. Um, she also starts working with you on unfriendly telepathy, like teaching you how to block it a little bit, but also like how to force your way past that. You all are pretty much doing like forced to, to, uh, telepathy interrogations against each other. Um, obviously that doesn't feel great, so you don't do it every single day and stuff. Do I see anything in her mind that I like didn't mean to or anything I didn't know already or anything like that? Not at first or anything like that. Um, near, let's say the end of the, near the end of the second week, why don't you give me a Arcana roll? Okay. Nine. And you have plus four to that. So, um, when you're, you've done like probing in her mind, um, when you're doing these interrogations before, um, and you've been visualizing as it as like a hallway with doors and she has this one that you kept passing up every time that kept having like locks more and more locks on it and so this time you as you pass it it didn't have a lock on it this time and you would assume it's because you're getting a little better and so you open that door and you see uh, a battle that you would presume would be back when she was a human. And um, you'd see it's just very, like, crazy stuff are happening. People are dying left and right. Um, and you see her, like, holding somebody in her arms. And then the door shuts in your face. And she, it, you withdraw out of her brain. And she goes... Yeah, let's not go to that corner right now. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't really... It's okay. It is... It, it's going to happen while we're doing this. I, uh, it helps me to practice stealing myself against uh, individuals trying to probe my brain. So, you're helping me as well. Okay. Um, so... It's at this point where um, she thinks that you're good enough to try to reach out to Salvazar. Okay. 
and um, this is one uh, like you all had like it's a morning um, a couple weeks into the training so it's one morning that this happens and we're going to bring Salvazar back in well Noah back in to the room okay well I initially was going to have you leave during this things but I want to hear your reactions okay it's fun alright so Salazar, over the the next two weeks or so, you start learning those. Um, you start learning how to holog- holographically project yourself. This allows you to move um, a projection of yourself around and make it do things. Mm-hmm. It cannot interact with things. It doesn't have a, a physical body like that. Um, like. If somebody was to touch it, they would know, oh, hey, this is fake. But you start being able to do that a little bit better each day and each day. Um, after you feel pretty good with that, you're, they start working with you to make a, a solid version of that that can have a physical interaction with objects or fight or hold a weapon or stuff. Mm-hmm. This copy of yourself, this solid clone, is like can physically interact with stuff. It doesn't get a clone of your weapons and stuff. You would have to give it a weapon and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so on during the second week and stuff like that, you are working with that. You are working with how to like spar with that and practice and everything like that. And then um, He's sparring with his clone? Yeah, to practice, like, telling it what to do and it doing it and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, the, uh, like, one of the nights near the end of the second week, uh, you are fast asleep. So, this is the night right before you reach out to him. Okay. So, uh... Salazar, you fade off to sleep that night. Mm-hmm. Sometime in the night, you begin to have this dream. In the dream, you are recalling when you had to hunt one of your people that you were kind of friends with in order to graduate, with quotation marks, to leave on your Amdala quest. This was Dimitri, Dimitra Denev, one of your closest allies, someone who was a year younger than you, Someone you joke around with and pull pranks. Um, she gets into almost as much trouble as you do. And this was uh, this is like a flashback of only a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember from your previous dream, you had been given that contract. Okay. So you, in this flashback dream, you're going to your lodgings... You're packing up all your belongings that you may need to camp and survive in the wild for a couple of days and any extra money that you had earned. You then set out and come across Demetra in the city and wearing a scarf as she usually does. Uh-huh. Um, you ask them to head out into the wilderness outside of town with you. You all small talk for a little while while you make it out of town and outside of earshot of the town. You also make sure that you're not being followed, and Demetra turns to you and says, 
What are we doing, Salvazar? You've been making sure nobody's been following us. Uh, I wanted to tell you about the graduation. Okay. And to succeed in graduating, I have to murder you. So, uh, what's your plan? Well, I'm not going to murder you. Well, that's good to hear. But how... What... And she's just kind of like, like she's trying to think of how you all could possibly, you all keep walking in, out of town uh-huh. into the woods. And when she's like, well, how, what could we do to do this then? Because if you don't, then they'll attempt to murder you. And then, so what are we going to do? Can we go outside of town? Yeah, you all are walking away from town right now. You all are heading into the woods surrounding your town. So I kind of want to try to find a person that can, like, manipulate objects. And we're going to murder, like, a pig or something. to, mm. And then transform it into you. Well, well... We would have to go to one of, like, the port towns a couple, like, days' hikes down the mountains because nobody in Using knows how to do magic. How did you even know that's a magic that could be done? How did you... Have you been going into the restricted section of the library? Maybe. Oh, man. I mean, you get into way more trouble than I do. <laughs> so, um, that, yeah, we'd have to hike down to the port towns, and if we went into all that trouble, I'd just jump on a boat or something at that point. So, um, do you have any, um, do, do they have any specifications to prove that you killed me? No. Hmm. Wait, wait, do I have to present evidence that I killed her, or, like... You don't have to necessarily present the body, but you have to have some form of proof. Uh, I'm just gonna... Like, how about I get a cloth, and then... Like, my scarf? Yeah. Okay. Alright. And then... I'm gonna have to, like, get your... A little bit of blood... And then put it on the scarf. She does a little flip of her kunai knife out of her pocket. Mm -hmm. And um, she goes, well, not on the hand. There's too many nerves there. Um, uh, And she goes, look away. And she like cuts a little bit on her butt and dabs her scarf on it. What? And then she pulls her pants back up and she hands you the scarf. Oh, okay. Why would she stab her hand? You didn't have to make it her butt, though. Your butt has so much muscles. All right, she goes, okay, we've got the proof that you kill me now. Uh-huh. How, what, um, how do I get out of here? Um, do what we do best and hide. 
Alright, I didn't bring any supplies with me, though, so... Um, uh, you can take some of my money and supplies. Okay. Um, well, I... Thank you, Salazar. I... I guess I'll give you all of it instead. Okay, uh, well, so... Okay. So you hand over a backpack that has, like, camping supplies and stuff in it. You hand over the little bit of money that you have extra made in this town. Um, and she goes, well, um, I'm going to try to get to one of the port towns and then get away from this island. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. Um, thank you, Salvazar. Um, I, I don't know what else to say, but thank you. Okay. And she um, starts just booking it, just running towards like the mountains, and then disappears into the woods. You begin walking your way back to town, and on your way back to town, you're looking around, still making sure no one was following you or saw what happened. And then you accidentally run into a stick that is sharp, and it impels you right in your stomach. After your initial shock of this happening, you realize this isn't what happened that day. Roll a perception check. Sixteen. Stabbing in the middle of the night. You wake up and you have a knife in your stomach. Roll me a constitution check. Why am I dying? Fifteen. Jeez. Um, You... Uh, have this knife in there and you see a masked individual in all black over your body um, and they have drawn another dagger and they're raising it towards you. I need you to roll initiative. Seven. They roll a six. So that it'd make it go quicker. They roll a six, no joke. Um, so what we, what do you do? You have, a, you have a knife in your stomach, a person over top of you about to bring another knife down onto you. Wait, am I like... You're I... in, back in reality, you're in your bedroom. Uh, I guess I'll use my gauntlets, I think. You keep those on while you sleep? Uh, hidden blades, D4, close range physical. Okay, it's just a D4, there's no plus on it or anything? No. Alright, so... Uh, roll a d20 and a d4 at the same time. A uh, 4 and a 9. Which one was... Oh. Alright. Um, I had set the threshold as at a 5 for your attack since they're right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're kind of surprised. So you extend out the um, blade that's on your arm and you jab it into them and they are quick so you kind of just get a little slice on them you don't actually like get it into them you just like graze them on it they bring the other dagger down in to the other side of your abdomen um i'm gonna need you to roll a constitution save again why am i dying 19 all right. Um, so they proceed. Um, you take some damage. You take ten damage. Uh-huh. What do you want to do now? 
you you have just grazed them. They have stabbed you again. You have two knives in your abdomen right now. Mm. I really want to take out the knives, but I also want to make a clone and like try to like grab them. All right. Um, roll a d twenty to see how. Twenty. Jeez. Ooh, um, I'm not dying. All right. So your your clone appears uh, behind them. What do you want it to grab and put it in a chokehold? All right. Do a um, strength check um, f- for your clone, which would have the same strength as you. Eleven. What is you plus get? twelve? Wait, plus one is twelve. There. <laughs> I was like plus twelve. You said eleven. Twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay. I rolled an eleven. <laughs> I'm not even. This is insane. All right. So you your your uh, clone has like they have them like in that full Nelson where their arms went up under their arms and that has them behind their head. So they are grappled right now. They uh, can't stab you again. And um, they're going to attempt to get out. They are still grappled. Okay, uh, so it's your turn now. What do you want to do? Unmask them and then stab them with the... Wait, wait. see who it is first? All right. I'm not there. Yeah. This is why I kept you in there, though, because I knew it would be... You would just be like... Um, so you unmask them and it is a human male. Um, you don't recognize them. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, yeah. Stab away. <laughs> uh, I guess I aim, I take the dagger from out of my abdomen and then like try to slice their throat. And you try to slice their throat? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, roll attack with, um, advantage. So roll Nine. 2d20. Roll the second one. 18. Um, this person is dead now. And they fall dead on your bed. At that point in time, if you hadn't done that, she was going to show up. Mushok busts through the door and goes, Salazar, are you okay? Uh, we kind of have a situation, but you know. I just killed somebody in my room. What the crap is going on? Oh. <laughs> uh, someone... Tried to kill me, so I killed them. So yeah. Same, same. Like, I, so you I, you have a knife in you, Salazar. Two, right? He pulled one out. Oh. You have a knife in you. Pull it out. Get okay. okay. And she chucks you a, a health potion. Okay. All right. Let's uh, yeah. Uh, she's like, I'm glad I picked these up before we went to that mansion. Sorry, not here. Um, your wounds start to heal up. They're still not great, but you're not like just squirting blood from your abdomen. Uh, what species was your attacker? Uh, a human male. Same. Hmm. Um, maybe it. Maybe you have a contract out on you now too. Sounds fun. <laughs> um, and um. Yeah, let's, uh, uh, I guess let's alert everybody in the house, right? Just mm-hmm. in case there's somebody else. But for the night, I'm sleeping with you, though. Okay, alright, but I say we get everybody together, and mm-hmm. we all just, like, take turns. 
so you all all um you're you have uh, like you have somebody that's over like defense in the um wait uh, can i check the person that tried to kill me i like yeah do an investigation check nine what do you do what do you get added to that investigate plus three so um they seem to be like have normal like sneaking attire on Mm -hmm. they had a couple more daggers on their person and you do find um a sketch of you and a sketch of mushak and contracts out to kill you both of you um uh you have the exact same bounty as mushak on your head now how do people find us well find us at least, well, at least me. Like, I feel like I should leave my house. <laughs> um, so you're, you go. That's why I like in hopping. So you go to um, Erd, who is the, the marshal the, and game warden of Leah's house, oh. Gamore's house. And um, she is shocked because. She has those armor sets up around the front and side door. Oh, yeah. And she's visibly, like, very angry. Uh-huh. Um, the rest of your, the whole house is woken up. And you all decide to take up shop in the basement for the night until, um, because that's the most defendable position that has one way in and one way out. And you all take shifts sleeping uh, you get completely healed up by um, some more health potions and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, you're able to make it the rest of the night. No, no incursions happen. Now we come back to Gamore. It is the morning where you are all are going. You are going to send out your first practice message on uh, telepathy to Salazar. You have no idea any of this happens. Yeah. So. Okay. Let's try uh, roll a d20. 11. So you can do a full 20 words. Let me, let me just also get this clear. Do I have to say exactly 20 words? You can stop. Because I so far have said exactly 20 words, I think. And I assume this to... is a question you would have asked. Yes, I Shay asked at some Shay point, at this. And she would have told you that I had noticed that. No, you don't. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So I just say, it's Gamora. How are things going? Mm, I'll say I'm, am I almost done here with Shay? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, yeah, I'm almost done here with Shay. All right. You I'm gonna 20... make this the weirdest text back. Ever. You have twenty words to reply. Almost died last night, lol. Almost died <laughs> last night, lol. Um, but fine. But fine. Co- there's a contract on both of us, lol. You have four words left. Do you want to use the four? Feeling great. <laughs> wait, wait, no, no. Look, YOLO. YOLO. Oh my god. 
Oh, uh, so you get that message. <laughs> okay. Can I say something back? You can send it again. You can spend the AMP to send it again. <laughs> this is not funny. <laughs> How did they find you? Do we have a snitch on Meanwhile. my property? I don't know about mole. Um, <laughs> abbreviation, live young, die hard. I don't know. I'm just trying to make this ridiculous. It's possible. Um, so the message ends. I'm just back there, like, murmuring to myself. I should have known better than to try to, like, actually communicate this way with Salvazar. <laughs> Uh, she goes, are you okay? Uh, Salazar and Mushak were attacked last night, apparently. At the home that... At your home? Yep. Yep, I have no she idea. She squints her eyes. I have no idea how... They knew they were there. You how have any they ideas? Knew you all were there? You all were just in a big sporting event and won. Oh, Right. So you think someone followed us there from there? That would be my best guess. Uh, You're not giving very much good information, DM. What do you mean? You all won events. He's also not going to tell us for sure where they came from. I also roll things over here all the time to see if it's going to happen or not. I was about to blame the tree people. Wait, was that for like the inside check as well? So, um. Do you have any ideas, Shay, for what to do about this? If. My, my thinking would be that they wouldn't have shared this information with others because. There's a big contract out. They wouldn't have told others about it. Um. So if they've already stopped the people that were attacking, hypothetically, there shouldn't be more of them because that is a big amount of money and they might have been greedy. Um, I know you all can handle yourselves and stuff like that. But if you all need to do stuff or go on missions, Mooshock could stay here. My place is one of the most defended and defensible positions. Yeah, I've noticed that in the past few weeks. (laughs) Yeah, and you um, had noticed like the fence around her place also works as a force field of sorts. And only specific people can get in and out. That's what I'm talking about. I'm going to be able to do that. And so, uh, yeah, if Mooshock is a little shaken by this and stuff, I figured a from what you, uh, from what I've seen of Salazar, he's probably not that worried. Yep. <laughs> but Mooshock might be a little, so maybe I'll invite her. To stay here 
Okay. For her safety. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can take all this information back to your home. Um, are you heading back there now? Yeah, I think I, sh- I think I should. All right. Um, so you you leave. You start heading back. I give Shay a hug. Okay. Um, she, and thank her. She um, returns the hug <laughs> in kind. I don't know how to reply. Yes, she, she hugged you back. Okay. Um, you head back to your home. Uh, anything you're doing in the meantime besides while you're waiting on her to return? The I guess I try to read the contract and what it's for. All right. And try to find what, details. What... All you see on it is like those like Western wanted posters where it's your face, the amount, and it says dead under it. It doesn't say dead or alive. Um, so you return back to your house and you all um, all meet in a great room. And I walk up to Salvazar and I grab him on the shoulders. And just look him dead in the eyes. And I'm like, what kind of joke do you think this is? You scared the crap out of me. And then you were just lolling about it. What's cutting into you? <laughs> um, I just want to make a silly reply for it. Because this is my first time. <laughs> Telepathy speaking. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you thought instead of... Giving me more pertinent information, you would you would use your words saying lol and YOLO. <laughs> right. And uh, you know what, Salazar? I know you're used to being like this lone wolf, but like people care about you now. And you can't just, you can't, <gasps> you can't just do this. And I just, I just walk past him and I go up to my room for a minute. <laughs> Can I turn a mook shot? Pretty much, we should dress up as the mass people. I'm going to bring a clone. Well, I'm going to bring a clone. And then it's going to like have a knife in it and then act dead. And then be as me so we can get the reward and the bounty off our heads. So, but your clones disappear after a certain amount of time, right? Yeah. So what happens when it disappears? Wouldn't they You'd be gone, right? When you have money. <laughs> but oh, but they're gonna figure out. They're gonna figure out and then know we're close to this particular thieves and assassination guild, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think too hard. Uh that was a good try. Also we'd be Walking into the snake's den at that point, wouldn't we? Yes. Uh, I um, should tell you that I notified Alec of this. I Alec had gave me a pendant to alert them if something happened. So. Hey, what? Alec, that you all met. Oh. During that meeting that had helped me out, I was supposed to, if something happened, click this pendant and it would alert them. And then at some point, they'll reach out to me. Mm-hmm. And maybe we should meet with Alec 
and figure out what happened. Sure. You think so? Mm-hmm. I'm not there. Oh, yeah, you walked upstairs. <laughs> I'm cooling off. I'm hot about it. All right, and that's where we're going to end this session. Okay. Um, are these the only people that know Salazar's and Mushok's location? Uh, who's placing these bounties? And are you all safe? Find out on the next Aird Tales episodes. Now is the time for some housekeeping. Our adventurers encounter magical items, and I want to invite everyone to visit patreon.com slash Studios. The link is in the description, and on the front page there is a link to the Google form where anyone can submit an idea for a magical item. Anyone can do this. You don't have to be a patron. You can do it anonymously, or put your name to it, or username to receive credit if we end up using it. Please add to the list. We love seeing the new magical items that people make up. While you're there, you can also check out the Looney Studios Patreon. If you become a patron, you gain access to the podcast early, among other perks. And speaking of Patreon, I would like to thank our patrons. You help support Looney Studios and Eerie Tales. And if you watch this episode on YouTube, you may have seen some maps, etc. And here are how they were made or where they came from. The overworld map was made using the software WonderDraft. Maps, tokens, uh, etc. were either directly from or adapted from assets from 2-Minute Tabletop and Dynamic Dungeons. 2-Minute Tabletop can be found at 2MinuteTabletop.com or Patreon.com slash 2MinuteTabletop. And Dynamic Dungeons can be found at Patreon.com slash Dynamic Dungeons. The links are in the description. Visit them and check out their amazing work. Looney Studios can be found at looneystudios.com and at social media platforms listed in the description. Please give a review on your favorite podcasting site. Like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. And submit magical items on our Patreon. The Looney family hopes that you have a wonderful day.